Good morning, evening, afternoon, or whenever you might be listening to this. Welcome back to Nerd and Out. My name is Evan. I'm Nathaniel. And then we got our good friend Matt back here with us. Say hi, Matt. Hey, I'm Matt. Yeah, because I said that already. Um, yeah, so he's joining us back again. We're going to have some fun, and yeah, let's dive right into it. You got you got the news for us, Nathaniel? Yeah, I got our weekly news. So first off, Mission Impossible Fallout is out in theaters. It has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Currently? So, Currently, yes. Yeah, because I've seen it go up and down a little bit. I saw three different ads with three different numbers from Rotten Tomatoes. I heard 94%. Yeah, and the audience... Oh, wow, that's, that's a new I think, number. I didn't hear that. Yeah. The audience approval is around 95%. So oh, really? People really wow. like it. That is surprising to me. The first time I saw that trailer, I literally just like fell back in my seat. It was just like, no! Because what? This is his fifth Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> yeah. He's... He's like ten years overdue doing this. Like yeah. he shouldn't. He right. doesn't need to be doing this. That anymore. was my first thought when I th- when I heard about uh, Fallout coming out. I was like, "There's no way this is going to be any good at all." And so, yeah, seeing seeing these high ratings, I'm, I'm I am kind of surprised. I'm kind well, of surprised. I'm I'm intrigued to see it because I got to see the Henry Cavill mustache. I got to see what the Justice League <laughs> was all hoopla about. Well, I mean, but then again, it Rotten Tomatoes isn't necessarily an indicator of quality necessarily because Teen Titans Go is also out as an 89%. So it's just 8% it, oh, difference. So, so it dropped. It did drop. It, it was 100%. When yes. it, oh my gosh. To the, to the 10 pre-screenings to, to critics and everything, it was at 100%. Wow. It was at 100%. But as, since it's come out, yeah, it's, it's dropped. It, wow, it dropped. For a, like, it is. For, for, yeah. for a movie that's that... Well, I haven't watched the, the show. The show it's based off of gave me cancer. Now, right. I'm so sorry. How long do you have? Um, until until I, until, until, until they come out with the the season six that they that they promised at the end. So it's gonna be a while. That my cancer will go away. Uh, do you do you remember the the original like Teen Titans show that was on Cartoon Network? Um, yeah, like, never watched it, but I remember it. Yeah, you you recall? Yeah. Animals. So yeah. And uh, it ended on the movie. It ended on the movie that came out after the fifth season. And um, it sub- subsequently got canceled or discontinued. It didn't get picked up again. And then a few years go by, and then this this turd comes out. This is <laughs> called Teen Titans Go, which is... It looks it, like a parody of the show. It was ba- Yeah, no, that, no, that's what it was. It wasn't basically. That's exactly yeah. what it was. It was just a parody of the show. And it was very poorly received at first. It kind of grew a cult following because it does have, I guess, funny moments. I've only watched a little bit of it, and I hated it. But wow. So I kind of have a bias towards it already, but... When I, but then I heard it was getting a movie, and I was like, "You got to be freaking kidding me!" And and then they said when it came out, they said like, "Okay, so if this does well, then we'll give you a Teen Titans season 6 I'm like, "That's not fair." Yeah, <laughs> that's really unfair to the people who who wanted that. And it's funny because even in the show, they made fun of how bad they were, and they referenced they're the always show. like jabbing at themselves uh, that they're not the show, and it has like the same voice actors and everything. Yeah, so. all the same voice actors from from the original show are in it. So it's just like it's like a huge reminder that it didn't get picked up, and yeah. we have this instead. There's a there's a villain that kind of breaks the fourth wall, and he and he said like, if you guys don't get better, I'll reboot you. It's like you can't reboot us. I already I already did. You're a reboot, and it's like, wait, what? And then it showed them clips from the original oh show. And they were all geeking out over it. They're like the characters themselves were like, oh, that looks so cool. And it's like, yeah, it was great. But then you know something happened, and then yeah, and then now we're stuck with you guys. And it's just like, <laughs> no, they're like, no, give us back that old thing. And it's just like, but then they never went back to it. It just never. I was just like. So you, yeah. you, just acknowledging the fact that you suck does not excuse the fact that you suck. It, it, it feels like way. almost That's like true. the people who are working on the show are almost like 
hostage and they're like what can we do now that we only have this but so apparently Slade signed that contract <laughs> I needed money I have a family but apparently Slade is in this movie and they make a joke about him being Deadpool mm-hmm. or like yeah I know that's like oh I've seen that clip so many times yeah it's like wait Deadpool it's like wait he's like what? I was oh, before Deadpool I, I was out way before Deadpool it's like no, I'm pretty sure movie, Deadpool apparently from what I've read the movie has different writers than the show huh like completely different. That's writers. weird. Oh, so they didn't. They, so they didn't. So it's not all. I, it's not all poop. Then. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, that is another movie that is out. Um, Unfortunately. Also, Iron Fist season two got a release date September seventh for Netflix, right? Yes. Everybody hates the first season. Really? Like almost everybody unanimously thinks it's a bad show. Wow. Uh, I saw the first episode, first three episodes when it launched like a year or two ago, and I was bored. Huh. Um, I never finished it, but yeah, that's coming September seventh, and then a new. Let's say the Meg comes out uh, August tenth, mm, which you know I'm excited for. And actually, my younger sister is excited to see yeah. it, and she wants to be on the podcast the to review. talk about it. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I was like, do you want to come on to talk about? It? She's like, yes. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll slate you in, and we're doing that. And, I'll, yeah. I'll slate you in. I'll, I'll, I'll slate you slate in. You I'll, I'll Deadpool you in. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue. And now I see what sounds like a threat. Yeah, I'll Deadpool, I'll Deadpool you, in. you in. Yeah, but oh, yeah. Like, Okay. So, like you're dead and you pull them in. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and then last last piece of news, Castle Rock. Have you guys heard of that? Heard of it. I it is a is. new, it's, I think it's like a horror thriller show. Uh, it's basically a Stephen King-inspired show. I think Stephen King worked on it. I don't know if it's based off one of his books, but it has... Um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it has, yes, go on. <laughs> it has, um, what's, what's the guy of the name who, who played uh, the clown? It... Uh, Bill uh, Skarsgård. Uh, He's one of the main characters. Oh, God. Yeah. So I've watched the first Cassie. episode and a half. Good job, Evan. I watched the first hep- episode and a half. It's really good. Um, it's like well, I mean, Bill Skarsgård is a great actor, so I'm yeah, sure if he's, he's in it, super then creepy. amplify its goodness. Yeah, it's just interesting he's doing another Stephen King thing. So I guess it's just like being kind Maybe of related with Maybe he's a big fan. The, Maybe so. Like uh, the way Johnny Depp is in a bunch of like Hunter S. Thompson movies. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Bill is like one of his love children. I don't know. Or or, or like how or like how Johnny Depp was how every Spielberg movie. Yeah, basically did some sort of thing going on. Who was always in a relationship with with Spielberg's wife? Like that was always a thing. Spielberg or Tom Burton? Tim Burton. Oh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. No, Tim, Tim Burton. Tim not, Burton. Yeah, not Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, every Tim Burton movie where where Jim oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, when Johnny Depp was in it. He was always like married or in a relationship with Tim Burton's wife. It's that's just weird. like that's bizarre. always. It's like I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, so what have we been watching? That's very weird. Take what you take what you want out of that. Yeah. So what have you guys been into in the uh, entertainment world? Games, movies, TV shows, mm. Matt. So I have been. Um, I recently got Assassin's Creed Origins. However. <laughs> However, I have not yet finished Syndicate. <gasps> I'm very close, so I've been trying to finish up Syndicate. What do you think of Syndicate? I really like it. Yeah, I love Syndicate. Actually, the, the, the steampunk yeah, aspect of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool because uh, way to way to take a 
get ready to take a huge back step when you play Origins and go okay. all the way back to right. chariots and <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, and no trains from, or anything from the edge of mo- the modern world into like what is it? It's around the time of Christ, right? It's like uh, yeah, fifty mm-hmm. A.D. or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. I can't like remember if it's AD. I can't remember if it's eighty or B- BC. Yeah. I can't remember. I believe it's eighty. So but, I, no, it's eighty. But one thing I love about the franchise is how they go to different times and cultures because I love history. You know, you guys know mm-hmm. that we talked about that last time I was I was on. Oh yeah, we talked about um, the the one game you were playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kingdom Come. But uh, yeah, so I I love it. I think it's cool that it's like it's it's touching the edge of the modern world, but not quite there. You know, because it's like the, the industrial revolution's in full swing, but you still got chariot or not chariots, but like <laughs> carriages all over yeah. the streets and modern stuff. Chariots. No cars, modern chariots. Well, modernized you know. chariots. Yeah, and but you have you do not yet have the horseless carriage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. But but the steampunk era is starting to come along with the trains and and some of the right. other yeah. some of the other things. Yeah. But I think a cool next step could have been um, around the time of the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. Mm-hmm. That would have been be cool. a cool next I step. Like I still think that I still think a a game or an Assassin's Creed game taking place during the time of World War II I think would be cool. Yeah, that'd be really. I cool. I think that would you be do cool. get a, a little taste of World War One in in um, Syndicate. Mm. Um, that's true, and so it's not a huge logical leap to go to World and War you, II, and you do, that. and you do get a little glimpse of World War II and Unity as well. That's true. Those yeah, are the times of like going in between mm-hmm. uh, the time rifts or whatever. And you and get you... a little bit of the Belle Epoque in mm-hmm. uh, Paris. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. So. Anyway, like this yeah. is an Assassin's Creed podcast. We're not gonna. <laughs> right. But yeah, Nathaniel, what about you? What have you been? Yeah. Doing um. So I just finished watching Master of None season two with my roommate. Oh, yeah. uh, that's Aziz and Zari's show. And I remember watching that with you guys, or like kind of coming in, like yeah. during the middle of you guys watching it. It's that's a fun show, and it's heartbreaking too. Yeah, it's yeah, just it can, it can be. Yeah, yeah. So kind of shows it kind of shows his range as like an actor mm-hmm. slash like director because it's comedy, but it's also drama. It's mm-hmm. just like there's a huge range of mostly. I think it's social commentary more than anything else, right? And that's where a lot of the humor comes from because it like talks about real, very real situations and like anyway biggest cliffhanger ever like I mean ever it just completely leaves everything unresolved wow and it just like it just cuts off I hate that it just completely cuts off I hate I hate I hate those those cliffhangers so apparently it's been a year and a half since it came out and Aziz said he doesn't know if he's gonna make a third season wow what because he hasn't like experienced enough in his life to like make another season yet Uh and he doesn't know if he could like anyway I'm just like, are you kidding me? You ju- you don't leave this unresolved and just maybe yeah. give us another season. But I mean, it was that, really good. I mean, at that point, just come out with like a Netflix movie or something. I know. Just yeah. Just you, yeah, yeah, you don't have to do necessarily an entire season. You can wrap it up with a movie. I mean, one of the... It's, it's weird because... With a Netflix-only movie, not having right. it come out in theaters. Yeah. Like, oh, for you to understand this, you go back and watch a Netflix series. Yeah. That would be annoying. That would suck. Yeah, it was uh, interesting because on uh, Master of None, most episodes are around 30 minutes. Mm. The ninth episode out of the ten episodes was an hour, just huh. randomly an hour. So it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, I mean they could, uh, they could do a movie or something. I guess it wouldn't be like outside of their thing. Uh, Evan, you've been. Um, I've been. Um, so I know, I know, Matt, you're not super into anime, but I've been watching a show called My Hero Academia. And it is a very good show, and if you're someone who isn't into anime but is curious about it, that would be a good, like, jump-in anime, because yeah. it's it's a very, you know, it's action-packed, it's 
aesthetically it's really it's really beautiful to look at and also it tells a really good story with the character that it has so basically in this world um about 80 percent of the population has a superpower or a quirk that's what they call them and you follow this character that was born without a quirk and his path on gaining a quirk and then trying to become like the number one hero and heroes in the society are relegated by the government and they're paid and they're signed and they sign on to into to um, companies and stuff like that that sponsor them and then there yeah. there's a ranking system so it takes like a really like a real good look at like a hero society like and how realistically it would be handled like government involvement um and just like the there's like the fashion industry then there's then there's just like the fandom and all that stuff and and just media attention but then it also at the same time takes like a real personal look behind all these characters and all these potential heroes and you're following like high school kids and they have there's a high school that trains them to be heroes while also them just going to school and stuff so you get to see behind the scenes look at like all these all these characters and how they grow and it's a very human look at like this superhero society where everyone has at least or most people have at least one type of power whether it's mundane or something that like there's some that like turns your head into a cactus and that's like all it does <laughs> other people but like other people have like super strength or speed or they can like make things from like the fat lipids in their body it's a, it, it gets really deep with wow. like how how their powers work and then there's always like a backdrop to their power so there's always like a weakness and things that they have to improve on so it's a very good show yes and Evan it's likes on the show very much, and so do I. It's great. <laughs> How many seasons are there? There, it's on its it's on its third season right now. There's okay. two full seasons already complete. Um, so I bet I think I think if you go on Verve, you can just watch them for free. You don't have to sign up for. Yeah, them. and I was watching it on Crunchyroll. Yeah, too. So um, they they're it's very good. Um, so I recommend like even if you just watch like some of the first season, it's it's still really good and nice. yeah. Yeah. So. Speaking of anime, Attack on Titan season three just premiered last Sunday. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. So they're going to release an episode like every Sunday. It's not like Netflix where it's all at once, but check that out. It's great. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you haven't or you have? I know I have. Ooh, I know. I know. Okay. okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't. Have you, have you seen it yet? Oh, I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. Constipated there. Uh, I mean, it's constipated I mean, with joy. I mean, something else in my pants is happening, but that's but that's oh, beside the point. Uh, anyway, now moving on. <laughs> Actually, not interesting. I don't want to hear about that. Uh, interesting. It's like you said. Oh, you're interested. Well. Uh, <laughs> well, no. But moving on. Moving Does my on. disinterest counter that? Okay. So main topic. Main topic. So, Final Space Season 1. First, we're going to go into like a non-spoiler, quick overview of the show. Just our opinions. Just our opinions, and like we're going to give it a score, and then we're going to do a deep dive with all the spoilers. All the spoilers, and, and a lot of the spoilery details that that made us want to cry. All right. Um, That's as spoilery as it's going to get in this non-spoiler segment. So, yeah. Evan, you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Man, in a 10-episode series, this... It, pff, wow. 
it exceeded my expectations. I give it like just a grade right out of the bat. Like I give it like a nine out of ten because the, it there were times where I felt like it, the pacing was a little fast, mm-hmm. but it had to. But of course, it had to be because it was so short. But I think. I think if they wanted to, like for the second season, I don't know if it's confirmed that they're going to have ten episodes for the second season, or if they're going to have I'm more. Not sure. But I think it would. I think it'd be a good idea to have more episodes for the second season because I feel like this was more like a pilot season to see how well it would be received. But I think yeah. now that it, now that it was so it was so well received, maybe they'll have more episodes and they'll have more time to explore different character developments and stuff. But even with that being said. I think that I was really impressed with just the characters and how they interacted with each other. And aesthetically, the animation style and quality was really good. Um, And man, like I, like I was blown away with like the creative mind of Olin Rogers. And because this was a lot of this was a lot different than like what we're used to seeing from him, like Mm -hmm. from his YouTube channel and things like that. And he is. And he really kind of showed in his um, his more creative side, and I was blown away. And I and, and I forgot that this was an Olin Rogers thing. But then there's other things that he that people would say or do that reminded me. Yes, this is an Olin Roger thing. So uh, I I loved it. I thought it was amazing. So yeah. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, um, I have a lot of the same feelings of Evan. I would also give it a nine out of ten. Starting out, um, I thought the uh, uh, as far as the, the way the story was developed and, and they gave you new information or backstory or whatever, I thought the progression of that was pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so that they would do something, um, you know, along those lines in each episode, basically, but not, like, too much or, or too little. And it was, uh, in terms of comedy, it was, it was very entertaining. It was hilarious. There were a lot of little one-liners or things that you don't necessarily pick up on the first time and so the the re-watching value is really high to me like i would i would buy this show and yeah. re-watch it multiple times i did buy the show and i rewatched it one time so there you go you're on your way <laughs> what about you nathaniel yeah i before we like even while we were like getting to this part of the podcast i was thinking what score and i was like 90 out of 100 so 9 out of 10 yeah so we all got the same score for yeah. it, apparently. Yeah. Um, I thought, similar to Evan, I love the show, but I thought some of the pacing was a little bit fast, but just because it was only 10 episodes and they're each like only 20 minutes. So I'm actually shocked with how well mm-hmm. and how much the show is able to put into like three hours or so that it is. Uh, I, I think that it, they this like the material that was in this season could have easily been in a... 20 like episode season oh, yeah. and they yeah. could have like stretched it out and developed it but they were still able to put it into 10 episodes and make it work Yeah. so props to the writers and the team and the animators for making it such a compact show that was still like very emotionally gripping yeah. and hilarious and, and I thought at, as soon as every episode ended I'd be like oh wow that's over already well what, what happens next with this guy and with this thing Yeah. I know. Uh, and I always they still, wanted yeah, to they're... Yeah, watch the next episode like immediately afterwards. Yeah, so. they did a really good job with like setting up, like setting up like character arcs and development and stuff like that with each episode. So, like you said, by the end of each episode, you were like, "Oh, like, what's going to happen between these two characters? What's going to happen with this guy and his thing about this?" And yeah, I think I think that, I think the fact that it did this all in just ten episodes made me like it like blew my mind. 
Yeah, because I think this show did in 10 episodes what some shows fail to do in, like, five seasons of, like, 24 yeah. one-hour episodes. That is so true. Yeah, it failed to do what Justice League did in just, like, two and a half hours or whatever. <laughs> That's another story. You can check out our podcast on Justice League for that, but mm-hmm. not our podcast, our episode. We would not have a whole podcast for... Anyway! We have a whole separate podcast for... Justice like that would be a waste of time. No, it'd be. Um, anyway, that's the second So, part. <laughs> so uh, now it's time for a spoiler review. We're gonna go going into spoiler spoilers, things. yeah, uh-huh, details about the show. So if you don't want to hear so, that and you want to go into the show right. fresh, let's get ready for spoilers. So, Matt, yeah, in your words, giving a few, a uh, couple sentence synopsis, what would you? How would you describe this show of Final Space? If it's not an Nolan Rogers quote, I will hate you forever. <laughs> okay. No, it doesn't have to be an Nolan Rogers quote. Great. Don't let Nathaniel um, bully you. <laughs> well, um, so it's about um, a lovable but misguided man named Gary. <laughs> and uh, he's on prison for basically blowing up an entire fleet and a family-owned taco shop, if I remember correctly. Well, a Mexican family-owned. A Mexican taco family-owned taco shop. That wasn't very um, good. And <laughs> that, according to Gary, wasn't that good anyway. Exactly. And um, so he's imprisoned for it, but in uh, the course of his destroying uh, this fleet in this Mexican family-owned taco shop, he um, falls for a woman named Quinn, who he is obsessed with during his entire. Uh, five-year sentence on board the ship, and he's, like, recording videos for her. Obsessed is a um, good word for it. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I don't know how you do that for five years, but he was very into her. Every single day. Every single day. <laughs> That's a really five years. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he kept adding to his sentence, too. Right, because he kept things. touching cookies. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, somebody else take it from there. I'm kind of... Uh, my thoughts aren't he, collecting. He gets close to the end of his sentence when all of a sudden his ship is attacked by bounty hunters because there's this little lovable ball called Chocody? Chocody? Uh, no, no it's not called Chocody, but they he's he's then named Mooncake. Um, and apparently this thing is a giant it was a is a small little planet destroyer, which was is completely juxtaposed to his adorable squishy demeanor. It just looks like a plush toy. And his little, and his, yeah, and his little voice just goes machine. When you poke him, he goes. Yeah. yeah, he also squeaks. Yeah, yeah, he also squeaks, and so yeah, it's like really silly when it starts out, and but, but it continues on, and there's and there's you know there's the Lord Commander, which is the main antagonist for this entire series, and he has these psychic powers. You don't really know where they come from. And he, you know, he uses those set powers to rip off Gary's arm. So then he has mm-hmm. to get a robotic arm. That's fun. It just um, kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. But there's these characters that that he that he meets along the way, where he meets um, Avocado, which is like a bounty hunter for um, the Lord Commander turned turned good because he has uh, the Lord Commander has um, Avocado's son, Little Cado, which is. Such an original name. For, <laughs> yes. For your, like that'd be uh, like so me having a son and naming him Little Then. Like, <laughs> so. This is my. This is my. my I'm Evan, and this is my son Lillin. Yeah, so. Lillin. Little Vin. You know, no little big deal. Act. It's not like a pretentious little or anything. Yeah, little 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 act and little little <laughs> a little uh, annual. Little annual. Little annual. Little annual. Little annual. Sheesh. 
Please no. don't name your son that. Um, no, anyway, I will not. I um, but I don't know. Little Vin actually sounds more like yeah, no, I'm not going to entertain <laughs> that. I'm not entertaining that anymore. Oh um, yeah, and then they they like we said before, they did a really good job with with developing these characters' relationships and yeah. So and, what do we say are some of the highlights of the show? Like that <sighs> seems to be one of them. Man. Character relationships. I character relationships. Yeah, for me, it's it's just the the things that remind you that you're watching an Olin Rogers production, yeah. and just the little and just the dialogue and just the the, the funny things that he says and um and just how um and it's it's just awesome how he references his own show all the time and just his own YouTube channel and. Um, makes a lot of jokes and you know like the clasp of friends the clasp of friends and oh my crap oh my double crap <laughs> um, and yeah and it's it's just those little things that, that remind me oh I'm watching an Olin Rogers production and yeah. I love that so much ooh sorry and I was gonna say if I had to pick a specific moment I think ugh. Yeah, it's a roll, a little gassy. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm not. Oh, I was gonna say both, both of know. us, not not the <laughs> apparently, whatever. Um, but man, if I had to pick a specific moment, I think it would have to be the. Um, I think the moments in the beginning of each episode, because mm. I because yes. I remember because I remember, um, I remember sitting there with Nathaniel. You had left, and I remember like leaning over to Nathaniel and I was like, "It's like this is like, like everything that we see after this." is like a flashback technically because they're going to reveal at the end that this yeah. is how he ends up right? right so how does he end up at this point and and it was it was interesting because it did such a good job with like it kind of reminded me of um gravity with Sandra Bullock yeah and just like the the person being alone in the vacuum of space try it just floating there and it's a very him this this dude and an AI and just the the communication between the two but they they keep it lighthearted yeah they keep it lighthearted but also like kind of kind of tense or uh, yeah and then like yeah every episode that passes every single episode starts that way and it gets like progressively darker and more hopeless yeah Yeah. till the very end he's just like he doesn't care about anything yeah like literally to the very end like the beginning he making jokes is like hey there's Carl Carl is dead Typical Carl. Typical Carl. Classic Carl. Classic Carl. Classic Carl. Um, and then to where like he's trying to eat a cookie and he's just like it's like what if I open my helmet and then and then and then lob it in there and then close it real quick. Gary, you won't have time to lob it in. There will be no lobbing. You will be dead instantaneously. It's like I'm pretty sure I can do it. Um, Two minutes until your oxygen runs out. Oh, can you make it something happier, Hugh? Like cookies. Two minutes until the cookies are done, Gary. Oh, okay. the cookies will be done. Well, what, kind of coo- what kind of cookies are there? <laughs> it's like, butter, wheat. You know those are cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, even when you got down to the like to mm-hmm. the two-minute countdown, it was still lighthearted and making you laugh. And I think that kind of... It did a, they did a really good job with like staying true to the characters throughout. They established that this is how this guy is. He's not going to deviate from that the entire time, and that's who he is, and that's how he's going to make decisions on things. So I think... I think that part, the the beginning part before the the show the show even started, I think was good because mm. then it yeah. showed it showed real progression. Yeah, like through each part, so that's why yeah. I liked. It. Awesome. How about you, Matt? Any highlights? Well, one Moments. thing, one of the first thing that comes to mind is um, just the uh, they they do some of the things that you would expect to have in a or there there's some things in a sci-fi show that you expect to have, right? Yeah. You expect to have, you know, 
technology and um, you know like aliens. some sort of yeah, aliens, multiple species, all these things. And they do a lot of these things. But then there are some very non like sci-fi things, some sort of things that just don't fit. But it's hilarious. For example, the names. Everybody has yeah. a very normal name, like like uh, Gary or. Um, what was like, it like? Was there like a mic or something? There is. Well, there is an Kevin. Eric. There's Kevin. Kevin Eric. Um, I hate Kevin. <laughs> the, the AI is named Hugh. Mm-hmm. You know, thing, things like that. Um, uh, so yeah, Qu- was, I say Quinn. Quinn. Uh, and later, later, Lord Commander's name is revealed as like Jack. 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 Yeah. Lord and his Commander, dad was John. Jack. And his dad's name was John. Yeah. John Goodspeed. Yeah. And, and uh, then you know you have like there's one one character named Stevel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the helpers. And yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, oh. I don't know if I like that. He's got evil in his name. But it's clearly Literally. supposed to be like Steve, you know? Yeah. yeah but later he's just like, oh, he lived up to the evil in steve Yeah. Wow. And so things like that, that just kind of throw you for a loop. Or uh, when they go, they, they meet the Titan, right? They're, oh, they go into yeah. the other, you know, final space or whatever. And they meet the Titan and the sort of guardian or the protector is like this glowing... He looks Fireball. like a, a blue gobstopper that's on fire. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't need any sass from you guys. <laughs> and so these things... Are just, you sassing that me? just don't quite fit, but it's hilarious. The attitude doesn't fit, match you know? yeah. like the, the situation. It's yeah. like, situation you're meeting this like supernatural, you know, like, almost like awe-inspiring DNA. being. And he's just like, like, don't give me any sass. You know, it's, yeah, it's, things like that. It's that, very, yeah, the... Keep me highly entertained. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's just like a lot of stuff, like you said, that doesn't fit, but it just... I think that's the one thing that hits me so hard is just like, oh, I'm watching the sci- sci- sci-fi show? Yeah. No, I'm watching a great show. I don't know what exactly it is. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, what's awesome is like that, wrapped up in a sci-fi wrapper. But. I, think, yeah. I think what's awesome is that it does a really good job of not, not being not being married to the idea of it being a sci-fi show and, yeah. it's, and it's not relying on the fact that it's a sci-fi comedy to you know to tell the story it's like no we are a show we're telling a story that just so happens to be taking place during or like in the middle of this this time period with all this technology stuff that's and that's how they play it and it works really well yeah. and I really appreciate that and there are, they very like, well could have just said you know what no let's throw in a bunch of techno babble and stuff to remind people that we're gonna that we're yeah. in, a, in a space show but it still does a really good job with just just telling the story with a bunch of stuff in the background yeah and they, they don't rely on constant tropes all the time and if they are like tropes they're spiced up a bit by the either witty dialogue or just like the names of characters or whatever yeah, yeah, like, and uh, like avocado, avocado, yeah, which I, I'm pretty sure is not even spelled which like is avocado. Spelled it's like avocado. Avocado. Oh my god, which is great because right. he's basically a big cat. Yeah, but he does say at one point he's not actually a cat, but he's some other he's, he's type of ventrexian. There you go. And I'm not a cat. I'm I'm ventrexian. It's like no, you're a cat. He's like yeah, yeah exactly. He's just like no, you're a cat. No, you're a cat. Um, so do we have any? Do we do we have a specific moment that maybe jerked at jerked mm-hmm. at our our, our tear ducts a little bit. Yeah. Mm. There are any any specific moments that, when you say that. Yeah. Yeah, I had some fluids pour out of my eye sockets at one point, and it was. Um, um, I think it was. I mean, I think for a lot of people, it was Avocado's death. It was yeah. just no! sudden. It. Yeah, <laughs> I almost cried when I saw. It. I was just like, 
like, no, he's gonna come back, right? Like, there's some sci-fi like, oh, no, he's to bring like him blood back. everywhere, and he's falling into space. Yeah, no, he's gone. No, he's I remember, I remember watching that with Nathaniel, and then as he was falling at first, I was like, wow, he's surprisingly intact. For and then it got closer, and then you saw like mangled like, and blood everywhere. I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, he's <laughs> dead. But yeah, I think I think when I started seeing Gary and Little Cottos, don't cry, Evan. I saw his in uh, <laughs> Gary and Little Cotto's reaction. <laughs> we don't have David here, so we need to we need to keep up his spirit. He's with us in spirit. So, yeah, just seeing Little Cotto be like going all out in revenge and just it completely turning him almost into just a bloodless character. Yeah, that's true. Just yeah. seeing it affect the other characters. And not having it just be one of those deaths in a show that just happens and it just whatever. And People grieve for it, like... Yeah, and it doesn't affect anything, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes shows will have a death just for shock impact and then the person's like, well, I was sad for one minute and now I completely forgot what happened. But yeah, they, they basically spent a whole episode like going through that grieving process together. Yeah, and it actually Maybe. lasts till the end of the show too. Like It impacts oh, the characters. Like, yeah, like Little Cotto is completely changed by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also affects like their dyna- dynamic too. Like you mm-hmm. see, you see, like there's the one episode after that where they where it's really them kind of going through the grieving process, and you see uh, little Kato trying to have that um, get that revenge to kind of like fill that hole. Um, but then by the end of the episode, he realizes that that's not right. And then near the end, you see them kind of develop this family dynamic where you're like, you know what? Like we're all we got, and we're all we need, kind of thing. And um, and they kind of to kind of develop that trust and you see them really kind of grow as a family and I think that was really I think that was really sweet to see and then the show tears them all apart I mean mm-hmm. and quite literally like yeah. it, it ends on a very like weird way that I wasn't expecting it to which kind of makes me think okay of course they're making a season two which there's no way they, they are officially but... yeah I was gonna say they they started recording uh, dialogue for like a few like a week ago or something so it's already in production. Um, we, we don't know a release date or when it's going to come out, but it'll probably be next year, hopefully. Yeah. Or, you know, near, like, the end of next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't we'll take see. too long. But, yeah, it... Um, so I, I did see online that they started the writing in January of this well, year. Well, I saw, I saw a tweet from Mr. Olin Rogers where he tweeted a picture of him in a recording booth. Right. So, but I know that they officially started writing the episodes yeah. in January, but they're, I think they're done now. So. Yeah, they're probably done and yeah. probably working on on, on recording but dialogue now. How about you, Matt? What point in the show was very feels bussy for you? Um, I don't know how to yeah. feels train. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> which which, which which part which part of the show stuck a twisty straw in your feelings porch? Mm, yeah, yeah, that's the one I understand most. <laughs> um, well, I remember saying that and <laughs> when I was watching it, and the thing was, did you just make that up? I'm like, no, that's an Olin Rogers quote, and he's like, oh, that's right. It <laughs> was so good. It was I a twisty straw, me, right? To my feelings, porridge. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think um, one thing is like the reveal of uh, the older Quinn mm. and uh, how how into Gary she is, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I was like, okay, so some things are gonna happen. Some things are gonna to happen. to make Quinn change her mind about Gary. Mm-hmm. And in a very extreme way, um, and it was kind of to like the point where it seems like in the future they were married, maybe at some point, yeah, or had some and sort of so. There's something, yeah, some very long term, um, like deep thing going on there, and uh, but you know, in the present time, they, you know, Quinn is like can't can't fathom no, that she can't fathom the idea of, of of 
even being friends with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's like kind of cool to see, like, oh, I wonder how they're how they're gonna like work all this together. And you know, we saw a little bit of that in season one. In the yeah. beginning, she was just like, "Cute dude, definitely issues." Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cute, but he's got problems. Right, and he did. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah he had a lot of problems, but. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, honestly, if you were on uh, if you were on a ship in solitary confinement with a bunch of robots and your insanity companion and Kevin and yeah. cookies that you can eat, yeah, yeah, just there to taunt you, blatantly yeah, there yeah, to yeah. taunt you. I think I think I think anyone will kind of lose their mind a little bit. Yeah. So I can't really blame Gary. Right. I can't really blame Carrie for you know <laughs> uh, for going a little crazy, but yeah, I loved in the. <laughs> Okay, this is more. I'm, I'm more gonna be just kind of gushing about just how much I love Olin and, and all of his references. But I loved when he saw he saw Quinn for the first time and she didn't remember him. He's going down the hallway, basically just doing Footloose. Yeah, like, just and like yes. it's like, oh, she doesn't remember. And he's like, yeah. dude, basically Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, and he's just going down the hallway. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I was dying. I thought Very that was hilarious. Spicy lady. Very spicy mamacita. Oh my gosh. So Gary's like Gary, Gary is basically Gary is basically Olin in the right. show. That's yeah. basically who he is in the show. I think so. Like he like it's awesome as Olin voices other minor characters in the show as well. He also uh voices Tribord. Tribal work. Why did they put give me a seltzer? Did I order a seltzer? Yes, no. I did. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is it time to rebel? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, he yeah. So he voices a lot of different characters. There's a lot of beheading and there's, there's a, a lot of decapitation of and the love gore. Yeah, yeah. which was, was surprising to me. Uh, yeah, no. There's a lot of like a lot of lot more gore than I think I was expecting. But yeah, I think it's just because I'm so used to Owen's like lighthearted humor. Right. And yeah. even though it does have like dark stuff in it, like visually, typically it's. It's just it doesn't have that. No, occasionally like, it's just like there's blood bubbling. Why? Why is the blood bubbling? There, there's, there's, <laughs> there's impalement. There's decapitation. Mm-hmm. There's, it gets a lot spontaneous. more spontaneous. Spon- yeah, there's, there's, there's getting sucked through a tiny hole. Yeah. That guy just. <laughs> oh, he just <laughs> sucked up into the butthole. Just <laughs> got sucked into that butthole, dude. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that really kind of like surprised me, and I was just yeah. like, oh wow, like he they went they really went out of the box on this one, and I wasn't expecting that, but. Um, with I, a lot, think, I mean, with a lot of the skits, he does kind of get like. I mean, there's, there's like, there's like dismemberment and stuff like and that. Like too. stabbing a guy who's immobile with a harpoon. Yeah. Right. So he he has gotten violent, like somewhat violent in a lot of his videos, but like it hasn't been as gory. And I think the fact that he has animation, he has more freedom to be. That's true. Yeah. Freedom yeah. to be as. Gory and it's as just he it's. I think a big part that makes it shocking is just that the animation style is so simple in some places. Yes. And yes. it's just like. It's just very juxtaposed. It seems yeah. it, seem, it seems like you're almost watch. Sometimes you kind of forget that you're watching like a show that's kind of meant for kind of like teenagers and above. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it'll like you think you're kind of watching like a kids show, and all of a sudden, like an alien who's like waving high just gets his head ripped off. Right. That I think we all were watching that. We're all just like, oh, cool. Oh wow, he <laughs> ripped his spine out. That's oh, great. Cool. And then yeah. I think you see that character later holding a dude's head with a spine. Yeah, two dudes. Well, holding holding two. Yeah. Yeah, two. Oh. Yeah. yeah was, so just some barbarian guy who you never see again. Yeah. Never see him again. Right. He just shows up on that planet. He shows up to rip people's head out yeah. and right, wave them around. Um, right. but yeah. But that's like, it's charming, I guess. <laughs> it's charming in a way. Um, 
But, oh man, can, I, I wish I had a, a, a pet mooncake. Can I have a pet mooncake, please? <laughs> Just be careful, because it might destroy your enemies. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was an interesting like plot layer that they kind of added, mm. was that um, Quinn, Quinn that came back in time to save everyone, she, she mentioned that she had come back multiple times. Right. Because she had tried different ways to change the past, but the only way, the only, like, the last possible option she had left was to kill Mooncake. Because she, because he was the ultimate threat. Because when Gary dies, that triggers Mooncake and he just destroys right. everything. and destroys everything. So that was another really emotional, touching thing. Yeah, yeah. and it made me kind of go like, "Wow!" Like they're like Moon, the Mooncake Gary relationship is really strong, and it's just like it's really sad to think about. Like Mooncake might be a thing that lives forever. So like Gary dying at some point will something that he'll have to that that will happen. So it's weird to think that, you know, if Gary does die just from a long, you know, after a long life, after, you know, and just dies to old age, would Mooncake still lose it? Or would he would have had time to, like, adjust to the idea that, okay, no, he is going to die someday yeah. kind of thing? I'm wondering if it's just because he got killed by someone, then he got triggered. So that kind of yeah. got me thinking about that kind of stuff and, like, long term. So even yeah. if you did fix it to where Gary didn't die, would him dying, even at old age at some point, still covering yeah. the end of the world? Possibly. Yeah. Um, so. so I guess, like, moving forward, like, what do you think? How far do you think season two is going to go? Like, do I you think, think they should add two more episodes term, no, to go to 12 episodes now. Um, I think. I think what they're gonna do is, since time travel and like the in the different dimension thing is a is a possibility or is something that's on the table and something that they have explored already, um, that's probably gonna be where they go for the second one. And maybe uh, Gary will visit a, an alternate timeline where you know they can get like a leg up on the, on the Lord Commander or something, or where. You know, he can get another mooncake and like <laughs> and use that mooncake to destroy them while he has the other mooncake. I don't know. Yeah. Have like a, a mooncake exception thing going. I don't know. Um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, time travel will be a thing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we saw the Earth get pulled in mm. by a gigantic arm. Yeah. Um, that's right. So I have, a, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of interdimensionality, a lot of interdimensional travel and seeing just like kooky crazy things from the mind of Owen Rogers because literally anything can be in an alternate dimension so oh yeah um, the Gary with the with the great beautiful mustache yeah exactly oh, oh, <laughs> so good. I wish it could be a crumb so I could get caught in my mustache yeah. oh my god so I think there's going to be a lot more of that because it's it's uh, a mental it could be a good mental playground mm-hmm. oh, yeah. for them yeah. it seems like something that they could have explored more and that maybe they want to explore yeah more. just I get real absurd yeah. with their Okay, anyway. Yeah. Uh, cookie head Gary. Hi! Tiny Gary. Hey, little Gary. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was all good. Uh, but, yeah, I think... Ah, man, I don't really know where they're going to go forward, like, with the season, besides... Yeah, maybe some of that absurdity stuff, but I don't know if it's going to be, like, to rescue the Earth, or if, like, Quinn has died, or, like, what is... Like, I don't think Quinn is... I mean, she, like, blew up with a bomb, but because she went, like, in the, like, vortex or whatever, I don't she know like, what into, that means. She went into final space with all right. the titans. I don't know, like, what that means. There are an incredibly large amount of loose ends, I think, mm-hmm. that could all be, you know, Explored. Explored, yeah. I think, I think one thing I think for sure we're going to see more of is uh, 
Gary's dad, John. I think they're going to find a way to explore more of his character. That was super emotional too, because it's like yeah. he had to he had to experience his yeah. dad dying once, but he wasn't even there. He just like heard about it, like. But then like he had, to, he had to be there and experience it. Like that was that yeah like that that, 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 that really messed me up too. I was like, dude, that sucks, yeah. man. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, spoiler alert. Quinn dies at the end, supposedly. Um, but we already but, spoiled. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert video, so. Yeah, yeah, so. Double spoiler yeah. alert. Um, yeah. We also talked about a lot of other things, and also, like, we also talked about Avocado dying, too, so I guess whatever. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I think the interdimensional stuff, I think, would make sense, because, you know, you could get, like, alternate realities of, like, different, different people and stuff, so maybe... They can play around with that. Maybe mm. that would be a fun thing. Who knows? Maybe uh, like because well, because at the very end, um, you see you see Gary like floating in space, and then a light comes down, right? Shines down on him, and then it and then it just cuts. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what that is. That could be a ship. That could be like a, a, portal, a, a portal to another dimension opening. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. So and there's a lot of things they can explore. Yeah, and maybe like the Titans are going to be the new threat instead of Lord Commander because Lord Commander is like on his last legs. Right. Um, I think he died. I think he only he had died. two legs to start with. Well, I, th- I think. Well, I think he died. I think. I think the Titan when the Titan grabbed. I think he died. Yeah. With that. yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Man. I think really unique, very special for like the first season of a show, like any show. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was just thinking know. about when when uh, Gary gets he goes onto the ship, you know, back in time with his dad and. And uh, Lord <laughs> yeah. Jack, and uh, he's like, "No, this guy, Dad, this guy's gonna turn into a bad guy." And he's like, "What, Jack?" He's like, "Yeah, he is." All right, well, let's beat the crap out of him. And they just beat him because time, time is paused except for Gary and, and his, his dad. dad. Yeah. And so while Jack is there, like at a consult, they they just beat the living crap out of him. And so when and it starts, starts up again, again, he's like, "Ow, ow, ow!" Sorry. Oh, there's just another line too where his dad is just like. No, I trust him. He's been my co-pilot for 29 years. <laughs> but if you say he's evil, I believe you. Yeah, that was one of the things where the pacing may have been off. But I love it. <laughs> it <was the> <laughs> but, but at the same time, that's still very Olin Rodgers. Oh, totally, he yeah. Just, he's, like, he's been my best friend for 20, 29 years. But, you know, yeah, if you say so. It's like... Because you're my son, you know. So anyway. You're my son. You're my son, supposedly. Um, so my, uh, my, my rambling, wandering mind totally led... That's off track. Anyway, no, that's no, that's okay. <laughs> no, I think that's that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> um, I just, I also just want to say uh, one more thing. Like, hey, like again, like shout out to Owen Rogers. I don't know if you'll hear this or whatever, but just thank you for so much for just being you and like not not letting like studio involvement change like your your vision on what this wanted to be. Because I because I hope this is exactly what you wanted it to be, and because like we loved it, and we know a lot of other people loved it. So just keep. You know, keep doing you, man. Like you're 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 killing it out there, dude. Yeah, so way to live weird. your dream and like go for it. Yeah, man. And just you you've been entertaining us for years, and it's just yeah, so great. This is just us being fans right now. So like, we really just appreciate you and just like what you did and like and how much work you put into it. We we appreciate it and we recognize that. So we can't wait for the second season, dude. So yes. So thanks for uh, joining us. Um, follow us on Twitter ner- at Nerd and Out. Uh, also follow us on Facebook mm-hmm. or send us an email at nerdandoutpodcast at gmail.com. with any questions or suggestions for future episodes and stuff and like that. We're on iTunes. And remember, 
Oh, yeah, iTunes. And also, when you email us, make sure to put in the subject line, Flavor Blasted, so we know that it's you. We <laughs> <laughs> just like the word Flavor Blasted. Uh, that's, that's just the thing now. We have to accept it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's nice having you on. I didn't have it. Your mom did, but I know what you mean. Yeah, good point. (laughs) And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you guys ever think about using little kid words in normal conversation and seeing how people react? Yeah, I was going to say, there's, uh, I think it's Andy in the office, he does that, he's like, oh, it's just, you know, whittle me, doing, and then, like, oh. I think it, I forget who it is, but there's one of the other characters that's furious at him, it's just like, stop talking like a baby, it's so annoying, Yeah, and then he, like, replies with I mean, I mean, also, like, being a grown man, like, don't ever use the word tummy, like, mm-hmm. if I have, yeah. if I'm out with my guy friends, and it's like, oh, dude, my tummy hurts, I'm like, leave <laughs> you're not a man anymore yeah. like if you were to go say like yeah you know I, I uh, did you guys watch that game on Saturday yeah my, my mommy told me about it and uh, she said that it was in- I use I, I use mommy as like a joking term with my mom I don't yeah. actually call her that like are you kidding me that's right. so like like no or, so the thing or, is when you have a two year old daughter you accidentally say hey man I gotta go to the potty sometimes <laughs> like it just happens oh man you, you I talk about oh man I can't eat that I get boo boo belly right <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are the things that happen when you have a toddler in your house. But you don't like accidentally say like whittle or anything, do you? For no, I, I don't. Okay, good. I don't, I do too far. Do you find yourself like doing like baby talk with like other things that aren't your baby? No. No. no okay. Not, not like non things like people. Like no. Grown men. Plants. Okay, good. Grown men. No. Yeah. None of those things. Like, or do you, do, you, do you find yourself negotiating with things like you would, Nora? <laughs> like, look, if you just work for me, like you're talking to the, the vacuum cleaner or something, look, if you just work for me, then I'll let you... Yeah, play. actually, I'd probably do the opposite. I'd probably uh, treat Nora and try to convince her the same way I would convince a grown person. Like, no, look, I understand. Like, that, that's not how it works. It doesn't make sense. And she's just like, what, daddy? It's like it's like no, this square block does go in this circle block. It's like no, that's not how shapes work, honey. Like I like I don't think you understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, like I I love toddlers and I love babies, but I know I'm not ready to be a dad yet. Yeah, I like I know like I wouldn't have the patience for that. Right, and it's it, you got to build up to it, but at some point you just got to dive in because you're never going to be a hundred percent ready until you do that thing. That's that's fair. But, but yeah, you know, it'll take time to get wrap your head around the idea, like yeah, that you can actually do it. Yeah. When I get there, that'll be fun. That'll be a yeah. fun day. <laughs>